In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. Darkness has descended upon the city, and the creatures of the night have begun to stir. This is the time when the veil between the realms of the living and the dead is the thinnest, and all that is is not what it appears to be. Like a lone sentinel, one candle flickers in the night, revealing all that lurks in the darkness. This is Ghost Chronicles, Book of Shadows. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre, New England's own Van Helsing, with me uh, in her car, maybe, (laughs) (laughs) is the blonde bombshell herself, Ann Carrigan. Well, Hello. How are okay. you doing? Good. I Did have done a lot of a lot of weird shows, but I've never done a show from awake. Uh, no. <laughs> you, you, well, have, you have broken new grounds, young lady. Oh well, you know somebody had to do it. Uh, <laughs> I, I am actually not physically in the wake, but I'm outside. Oh, thank God. Already, paid my, <laughs> already paid my respects to my good friend Karen Robles. God bless her. Yeah. And. God bless her. Um, you know, she's the kind of person that would have said, Annie, go on with the show. So she, she here I got am. Kick, probably got a kick out of it, right? Yes, she would have. Yeah. She would have. She's just that kind of that kind of person. Always always had a smile and a laugh, made everybody laugh. So mm. is remembered fondly. Mm. I, we can Hello. all hope to be that, but who knows? I mean, they'll probably dance in my grave when I go. Oh, Ron, stop it. You know we'll just throw rocks at it. <laughs> <laughs> just no making whoopee, that's no. all. <laughs> oh, no making whoopee on your grave. No. There you go. No. Not like oh. uh, um, Witch Bonnie. Jim Morrison? No, like Witch Bonnie. Oh, which Bonnie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Witch Bonnie. Yes, yeah, so, she's supposed to it, be uh, the fertility Thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't well, that, when, when we when we do that together, I mean, not the whoopee <laughs> part. I mean, the, the, wait a minute. Excuse me. <laughs> the witch body. <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think we have a guest. <laughs> oh yeah, take your foot out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, smooth move. So, smooth move. So you can't monitor the chat room, so I'll have to be doing that as well, I guess, huh? No. Yeah, you're gonna have to do it all tonight, baby. Oh, boy, putting the load on me. All right. Uh, did you hear the new opening? For Ghost I Chronicle? did. I did. I like it. It's it's Ghost Chronicle Book of Shadows. That's only for special openings when I have my witches with me. Oh, wow. <laughs> and speaking huh? of witches, I have my yes. favorite West Coast witch with us. Right ah. now. Really? Yes. Mala. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Hi, God. Mala. Is that a voice? 
was going to use me to get the foot out of his mouth, but he really ought to know better. It wouldn't have helped. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So well, funny. I think I think he needs a shovel to get his foot out of his mouth. <laughs> Van Helsing fears nothing. <laughs> it's an embarrassment. Yes. Uh, Whatever. If you say so. <laughs> so, so I mean, like the whole internet is all ablaze with this new. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, this is uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, and to the, this month is Witch Month, and continuing with that uh, theme, we have our lovely West Coast witch, Marla Brooks, with us, and oh, she's been on three weeks in a row. Can you believe that? That's scary. She's mm. going to be a regular. We're going to have to give her a bar stool. Yeah, or a drink. <laughs> <laughs> but both. I'll bring, my, we'll I'll give bring her both. the cauldron to make my own drinks. How's that? Uh, <laughs> ooh, so, excellent. So, so the uh, internet is like all ablaze over this Facebook thing. I mean, what what's your opinion, guys? Oh, my goodness. The new Facebook? Well, yeah, the new Facebook. The new look? Yeah, whatever. It's driving yeah. me Yeah, it's driving me crazy. Yeah, it it kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, I don't get it. I really I don't see any difference than the old one. Yeah, there is with that new thing in the little blue corner on the new news oh, that comes yes, up man. and oh, I what and then it's, some, it's something about friends and do this and do that. I mean, it's more than just oh. going on there and doing what you were doing. Now you have to read stuff. You're getting directions. Right. And right. I can't be bothered. You know, I mean, it's like, but I'm getting, I'm getting notifications of everything that everybody does. Oh. I don't want to know that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. I am. In my oh. in my little, you know, you get the little notifications with a little red number at the top. You know, a, when somebody oh, makes that. a comment about yeah. and anything anybody does, I am being notified of up there. So I've got I open up and I have like fifteen little red, you know, notifications, and I'm like, I oh my god, what's the deal? Well, they're well, probably adding to it now, and I think it's okay for people that have like fifteen friends. Yeah, um, right. But some of us kind of jump the fence on that, and uh-huh. it gets a little yeah. crazy. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to figure out. I think everybody is frantically trying to figure out how to undo what Facebook has done. <laughs> uh-huh. Somebody Facebook wrote on my wall today, Facebook, I hate you. If it's not yeah. broken, why fix it? Yeah, they keep fixing it. Wow, 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 wow. It's got to be a woman thing because I don't see that many guys bitching about it. I do. The guy that I just repeated was one. Really? Yeah. He's he's probably gay. (laughs) Oh! What? Ouch. You're going to get in trouble tonight, Van Helsing. I am going to be in trouble all the time. You you know Uh that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, quick change subject. Go run with it. Yes, I'm tri- Oh, oh, okay. So, anyways, I went uh, it, it, into uh, looking on the internet because it's like the the best source of uh, factual information. And oh, yeah. uh, I was trying to find out uh, places that are haunted by witches. And believe it or not, there really aren't that many. There's mm-hmm. one in the UK. Um, <clears throat> Oh, David Wells has been there, and so has Richard Felix, and so Piddleton, has Piddleton. Piddleton. No, well, no. Beyond that, there's there's a house, um, yeah. an old inn. Um, uh, can't think of the name, but it supposedly has a really evil, ugly witch that haunts it. 
Well, I think oh, oh, the ancient ram inn. That's it. That's it. Oh. I, I think yeah. all evil and ugly, right? Ah. Oh. Uh oh. You are in such trouble. Do you know my wand points east, Ron? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you mentioned that wand thing, by the way. Yeah. Because I did happen to find something that I know how to protect myself with from you evil witches. Oh, huh. you think? Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. What uh -huh. is it? Do tell. I need a good laugh. Go ahead. Besides your special blend, what is it? Oh, oh yeah. other than special blend, that's mine. No one special blend is ghosty stuff. That's yeah. no, yeah, right. that's, that's mine. It says here, the best way to deal with a witch is a witch's bottle. Have you ever heard of that? Uh-huh. Nope. You have? Yes. In fact, um, I've buried one or two in my day. So there mm -hmm. you go. Oh. This is an ancient defense known through folklore. And it is base. It's made on an individual basis. The idea is mm -hmm. to protect yourself. And uh, basically, let me see if I can find the formula for this. Okay, to make a witch's bottle. See, I'm going to give out a cat. Can I get this over the air, or will I get struck down by some? Witch no, you won't get struck down because there's thousands of different kinds. But before you say that, let me just say that we use it against you guys too. So go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> like like anything works for Van Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Uh, <laughs> to make a witch's bottle, you take a regular-sized jar, for instance, instant coffee. Does anybody drink instant coffee anymore? Mm. Ick. Anyways, you do? No. Okay, no, I said ick. Ick, ick, ick. Okay, so you take this uh, glass jar and you half-fill it with sharp objects such as broken glass, old razor blades. Now, there's another blast from the past, old razor blades. Uh, rusty <laughs> nails, screws, pins, needles. Uh, any You're going to need a tennis shot. Any mm -hmm. cool stuff, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. toenail clippings work, too. Uh, mm -hmm. Ew. Um, when the jar is half filled with these objects, you have to. Uh oh, can I see this in the ear? Yeah, but we urinate use wine in now instead. You have to urinate in it. We use wine instead. It works just as well. Yeah, Red right. wine. Yeah. Yep, you think. Uh, and then they said something about women, and I do not want to mention Yeah, that. you don't want to mention that either. That's where the red wine comes We're in. We're going to let that one go for. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then this you take gross. it and you bury it at least 12 inches in the ground. In an isolated spot where it remains undisturbed. Mm -hmm. And so as long as the bottle remains buried and unbroken, it will protect you from any evil directed against you. And oh. it applies whether the evil is directed by an individual or a group of individuals like a coven. Not oh. only will it protect you, but it will reflect back the evil that the senders send. Oh. So the more she tries, the more harm they do to themselves. Oh, well, <sighs> believe what you want. <laughs> That's terrible. But really yeah, witches' awful. bottles have been around for like thousands of years, and, and they're for all different kinds of things. You can make nice bottles, too. They don't have to be the ones with all the sharp objects and, and stuff. But <laughs> the <laughs> thing is... To, well, or urine or the other stuff. Um, you, yeah. A lot of people use them against bad spirits because they believe the bad spirits will be drawn to the liquid in the bottle. And then when they get in there, they'll get all cut up and stabbed by all the sharp stuff and, and just kind of uh -huh. deflate. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. but, oh, but that's okay. a very old, ancient thing, the witch's bottle. And I love witch's bottles, actually. Oh, very good. Really? 
you have mm. one with my name on it? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Would I do that to you? Never. Yes. No, no, not in a thousand years. No, Marla wouldn't do that. She's a good witch. Yes, I am. So, no, and, and uh, this isn't, you know, people who are witches, yes. um, isn't, isn't the mantra like, um, you know, you do good, and if, you know, whatever you do comes back to you threefold? That's a doctor. <laughs> That's uh, the Wiccan read, and um, oh, Wiccan. Wiccans okay. prescribe to that, not all witches do. No. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, then, one is now wicking. Wick. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because you are the resident residential witch. Uh-uh. Um, wicking is a religion, whereas witchdom is like a. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. Um, witchcraft is is a practice, and Wicca is a religion. That's what you're trying Thank to say, right? For, okay. Well, right. that's what I thought I was saying. I don't know. Did something yeah. get lost Listen, in transition? There? I can understand you, yes, and, I, and that worries me a great deal. Um, Wicca, Probably you have been hanging around too long. Wicca is a religion, um, but paganism is too, and all witches are pagans. Now, some people mm-hmm. were talking about the fact that witchcraft itself is a religion. But really? there's, there are just so many different factions of it. You know, I mean, there's as many types of witchcraft as there are witches. I mean, gazillions. And right. so, you know, I, I, I don't like the labels and the umbrella stuff and everything. I mean, you know, a witch is a witch, no matter how you look at it. A witch is a witch is a witch is a witch. A witch is a witch, of course, of course. But I couldn't rhyme that one quick enough. Sorry. I try. Sometimes I'm good and sometimes I'm better. Very bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, oh. they, are, they are saying that uh, witchcraft, some people are calling witchcraft a religion. However, Wicca in the armed services now is considered a religion and, and is on oh. people's dog tags. Right. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Pro- probably That's better to say that than which. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. So I, I'm amazed I, I could that the probably military would actually. Religion, I think you really? already have. Shiblop. <laughs> the great religion of Shiblop. Shiblop. Now, say he can say that, but he can't say collie wobbles. Go figure. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't believe the military would actually acknowledge that. They did. Why? They did. If that's what they do, I mean, you you know. No, the military in general, they're so hard-nosed about stuff that I, I can't believe, you know, that they would do that. Maybe somebody put that, a grand spell on them or something. Yeah, really. really. That was it. I mean, I am saying they should do it, but yeah. the way the military operates, it doesn't seem to me like it's something that they would do. But I guess I'm wrong. I guess you are. In this case, the military bent. I guess there was enough pressure. Um, I'm not touching it. Freedom of religion, something. I don't know. I don't know why mm-hmm. they did it, but it, it's been the last few years. It wasn't like oh. yesterday. Really. That's great. That's great. Yeah, it is. Surprising, <laughs> yes, but great. <laughs> okay. So are we so, we're going to talk about Marla's book? Yes, before I get in trouble again, because for you three weeks... You didn't get in trouble been, before. Three Did weeks I? we've been trying to talk about Marla's book, The Collie Wobbles. But do we have that 
promo. Maybe we could play the promo if we have it. I don't know if we have it. If we after three weeks, you should still have it. Uh, <laughs> uh, We've got to call it up with a magical spell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, can you conjure it up for us, please, there, Mister Producer, if you can? The Kali Wobble audio, probably not. Oh my God, that's twice that you've said it correctly. Yeah, one does never Wobble. cease. Kali Kali Wobble. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, evidently, we don't have the the clip, which we've played twice. In fact, I played it on Ghost Chronicles International. So, why don't we talk a little bit about this? And in, in uh, what what the heck is a Kali Wobble, and what the heck is this book? <laughs> well, it's a fiction book, um, and Kali Wobbles are something like um, indigestion, nervous stomach, butterflies in your <laughs> stomach, that kind of thing. You know, it, it's a British term, and, you know, if you're very upset or nervous, and so you say, oh, I have a bad case of the Kali Wobbles, which is what happens in the book with the character who all of a sudden, as an adult, finds out that she's a witch. And not only that, she's got a legacy to fulfill. Fulfill, and um, it it it's interesting. I mean, it it's a fun book, but there's a lot of true witchy stuff in there, too. Really? But it's not like you're really learning because it's all part of the the thing. And the best part of it is, I mean, right now it's an ebook um, that can be found on my website, marlabrooks.com. Oh, we are, we meaning Steve Shockley and I, who did the commercial, did the voices in the commercial. He's a great voiceover guy. Hi. And great. Um, we're going to be doing an audiobook of it. So, you know, people that like to read Ooh. can read it, but others that like to drive around and listen yeah. will also be able to hear it. So um, yeah. that's in the works. And I'm really excited about that because Steve does such great voices. And I mean, you'd never know that, you know, one to the other was his. I mean, his real voice. I mean, he's got a great real voice, too. But, um, yeah, I'm really excited because I think audiobooks are, are very popular now because people are always in their cars or, you know, going somewhere and don't have the time to sit down and read. Right. Yeah, and even, I mean, you can, print, you know, put it on your iPod. You can listen yep. to it when you're at the gym, you know, you're on the treadmill or the elliptical or whatever. It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Great idea. Goes yeah. Anywhere. So, um, yeah, it's a, like I said, it's a very fun book and and um, a lot of twists and turns and back plots and things you don't see coming and surprises and stuff. And uh, I like it. What What gave you Why the inspiration? What? <laughs> <laughs> what gave you the inspiration, Marla, to? You know, for this book, did it just kind of pop in your head one day, or you were traveling, or... Oh, it was so weird. I mean, you know, we that live the metaphysical life, as we all know, think strange things happen. And um, on the logical side, as a writer, I decided to um, get out of my comfort zone because I was doing nonfiction like crazy. <laughs> and, you know, you get kind of in that, and, okay, I can do this. And then, you know, during nonfiction, it was, you know, the ghost books. And then I did a reference mm. book. And then I did a cookbook. And I thought, you know, I pretty much run the gamut. And then I did the spells books. And I thought, you know, it's time to do something that I've never done before and test myself and, and improve, whatever. And I didn't really have an idea what it was going to be about. And I just sat down in front of the computer one day, and it 
came out. I mean, it started <laughs> typing. And this is kind of the weird thing. And I was talking to some people about it. And in metaphysical terminology, it's called inspired writing. It's not exactly automatic writing, but mm-hmm. you get a little bit of help from the other side. But I I didn't know it at the time. You know, everybody sits down and writes this outline when you're doing fiction. There's this whole process to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get your characters and you, you, (laughs) you know, you define your characters and you give them all personalities. And then you sit there and you come up with your plots and outline it and yada, yada, yada. And I'm thinking, this is crazy. This is just crazy. Um, But I sat down and just started writing. And I didn't know what was coming up next. It was more like reading a book than writing one. Neat. I I had no clue. And that, yeah, that was really kind of the neat thing about it. And so it kind of made it easy, in a sense. Um, Of course, the editing, you know, it's funny. They'll come in and help you, you know, them on the other side. They'll come in and help you write it, (laughs) but they won't Mm -hmm. help you edit it. See, so then you get get smacked in the head that way. All you need is some minions. I do need minions, but I need educated minions because editing oh. is just not a walk in the park. There's uh, always a catch. There always is a always catch. a catch. Yeah, here I'm writing yes. this book and I'm having fun and I'm like, woohoo, and what's coming up next? And oh my God, I didn't expect that. And did I really write that? You know, that kind of stuff. Right. And then comes the editing and the dum 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 comes out. So, um, yeah, that that's his initials are VH Van Helsing. Could be. Yeah. Well, you know, in my next book, um, the third one that I'll probably write eventually, got to mm-hmm. got to remember that. Mm-hmm. Because you, you do get inspired by people you know. Right. There I you do. go. Yeah. Especially when I look in the mirror. <laughs> when the day comes that you don't recognize who's in the mirror, then worry. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So, anyways, I do want to mention, you know, I started to talk about this a little bit, and and I was talking about how I couldn't find many houses that were haunted, um, and, and it's kind of true, if you go on the internet, you, you that we're really haunted by a real witch, and, and then, of course, the question is, what is a real witch? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, but I did find plenty of witches' graves for some reason that are haunted, so. You mean some of us were actually buried and not burned? Well, uh, yeah, what's left of you. But, uh, I mean, even in my book, Ghost to Day, my new book, um, I have the, the, the Kalamazoo Witch, which, yes. uh, yeah, and, of course, I have the Wookiee Cave, which is... I love the uh, Wookiee Cave Witches, by the way, and, and your book, for those who should know, Ghost to Day was fantastic, it's and they should, they should go get it, yeah. Wow, I can't right. believe it. Anyways, I found this cool grave. It's called the Legend of the Witch's Grave. And this is uh, located in Las Cruces, New Mexico, if I said that right. You mean Las Cruces? Uh, Las Cruces? Whatever. Uh, Something like that. I I posted the picture and the link to this on uh, the Ghost Chronicles Next Generation web uh, page on uh, the new improved Facebook. And you can go on and actually (laughs) see it. But it's it's interesting. According to this, it was a witch that was buried back in the 1800s in Old Melasina, Mexico, wherever that is. Uh, and one night uh, back in the 90s, a group of teenagers drinking, this sounds familiar, uh, mm. <laughs> went to the grave. And one of the girls was lying on the grave and started having convulsions, was taken to the hospital where she was in a coma for a week. And they believed the witch's curse caused her to have the coma and then I'll see if you lay in the grave or do something else. Uh, more than five minutes, the curse of the witch will get you. 
And there are also ah. several reports of the witch, one which claims the sorry shooting star fall from the sky onto the side of the hill, and in the fire they saw the witch laughing. <laughs> you do that well. You, you cackle better than I do, Ron. Good cackle? <laughs> You're a great cackler. I have my lot in life. Maybe I can get a, score a pot in your new book. <laughs> oh. <laughs> in the audio book, we'll bring you in for sound effects. Oh, yeah, the God. Cackler. Oh, yes. my God. No. <laughs> you know, bat, Batman versus the cackler. There you go. <laughs> so I don't so, suppose this, this girl who went into convulsions, it wouldn't have anything to do with the drinking part, like maybe alcohol poisoning or anything, right? I, it's the witch. Oh, I really don't know. Everybody <laughs> blames it on the witch. Yeah, really. Yeah. Really. Pitiful. Maybe they just maybe they just have poor judgment. <laughs> <laughs> well, to do you know, to go drinking and and uh, uh, on the grave, I mean, you know, that's that's not cool. Right. That's a little disrespectful. I, I've never heard it called uh uh, but that's all right. Uh-uh. I was censoring myself. See, I can do that. I have my own show. I know what to do. Um, there you go. But, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, instead of blaming the witch, how about it was other spirits in the cemetery who didn't like that? Hey, could be. You, you know, the most interesting yeah. thing about this whole grave is it's a huge cement block. Block. Mm-hmm. It's a big block made of cement blocks. And right on top oh. is like this huge 20-foot cross. Oh. On we witches aren't afraid of crosses. We're not vampires. I know that. That's why I need my <laughs> witch's jar to keep you wicked. Oh. You. <laughs> you would be so miserable if you kept me away. I I, that's right. You would be. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't understand. It's a witch's grave, but it has a cross on it. Yeah, well, actually, when I had the, uh, the uh, in my story, the Kalamazoo Witch, they actually chain, put chains across the graves to try, it's to, to retain them. And a lot of, uh, a lot of stories, if you read about it, you'll see a slab on, on a grave, and it's not like it's a sarcophagus that was just mainly to keep the spirit, the witch, or whatever, in the grave. Yeah, like cement's oh. going to hold back a spirit. Yeah, well, you right. Know, right. You know, simple that'll minds, work. Simple stories. Yeah, put chains on it. Yeah, that'll work. That'll help. <laughs> it, went, went, it actually broke to the cheek. So anyways, um, we have to take a break right now. So uh, you're going to stick around with this, aren't you, uh, Marla? Sure, sure. Cool. i got to keep my witchies here cause for the month of uh, the witch month of uh, September, September. So anyways, you're going to listen to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann Kerrigan, Ron Kulik, and our very special co-host, Marla Brooks, my favorite West Coast witch. And we'll be right back at the following messages. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. We all go through life secure in the knowledge of who we are. But every so often, we find out that things may not be what they seem. You see, the world around us is very complex. It's made up of many layers. And when you start to peel the layers back... Either by choice or by accident, you just might uncover the truth. There's something very special about you, Shelly, and it's time you knew. I know this might come as a bit of a shock, but you're a witch. I'm a what? 
You see, the magical world and mortal world are intermingled with no physical boundary. It's all a matter of perception. In Shelley Gordon's case, it's also a matter of destiny. You see, Shelley, your great-grandmother was a powerful witch, and throughout her life, she fought against the dark side. She died before she could finish her work, but she knew a descendant would be born who would take her place. Someone who would finally put an end to the devastation caused by the vicious and destructive witches of Rue. And that someone is you. Needless to say, hearing that kind of information is enough to give anyone a bad case of the Collywobbles. And in case you don't know what Collywobbles are, go to www.marlabrooks.com and order her new ebook, A Bad Case of the Collywobbles. It's rather bewitching, if I do say so myself. Everything you heard about witches is true. Halloween is the time of year when the shades of the dead whisper from forgotten places and spirits walk among us. The witches of Salem, Massachusetts honor this time with Festival of the Dead, an annual event series that explores death's macabre customs, heretical histories, and strange rituals. Founded by Salem witches Sean Poirier and Christian Day, and hosted by the foremost authorities on the spirit world, Festival of the Dead beckons guests who steps with a veil into a mysterious realm where spirits await you. To learn more or to purchase tickets, visit festivalofthedead.com or call 978-740-9783. Happy Halloween! <laughs> And our special guest, Marla Brooks. Now that was a good witch's laugh. Yes, yeah, it that's, was. That's got me beaten, no, hands down. Any day, no, yeah, not any day. Right. You know that song, <laughs> Neil Diamond's Crackling Rosie? Oh, yeah. It's an old yeah, song. Yeah. Well, now you could be Cackling Ron. Uh, <laughs> cackling Ronnie. <laughs> okay, moving right along. No response. No response. Anyway, hey, we got actually some crappy stuff to give away. We do. Yep. We got crappy. We don't have crappy stuff. We have. Good I mean, stuff. I mean, really good stuff. Did I say crappy? I'm sorry. Come I was thinking on. of cr- crackling. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. Come on. I, have, I I actually have a little gift packet uh, which includes a book, uh, Jerry Smith's Weather Warfare. Hoo-hoo. And uh, I love Halloween, or I, actually, it's I Skull Halloween bumper sticker. And Oh, I love it, those. I want one. Well, <laughs> you know, next time you see me. And uh, <laughs> also I have a, uh, oh, wonderful. I just found a, um, what is that, white noise poster and whatever. Who else knows what I throw in this box? So if you want to win all this, this stuff, <laughs> Um, go to our, uh, what is that, that page we have there, Ian? That Our Facebook page is Ghost Chronicles-Next Generation. And right. like us. And j- all you got to do is go on there and say, I want to win stuff, and you'll be entered. And uh, we're going to do it. We'll draw it next Wednesday, because that will give people who will listen to the podcast on iTunes and elsewhere to uh, enter as well. So we'll Good take idea. all the names, and that'll be your job, Ian, because, you know, I'm important. Oh, oh, and, oh, um, oh yeah. 
So just go on the Facebook page and say, I want stuff, and uh, you're automatically entered. So it's that oh. easy. How can you get easier than that? Okay. I see. So you're important, and I'm the minion, right? It's about right. <laughs> Is that how it goes? Okay. Yep. I've got my I'm witch's the... job. It protects me against you, too, so don't worry about now, it. Now I'm I've, the blonde minion. I've right. got your, your face pasted on it. So. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, whatever, that doesn't sound too good. But anyways, um, anyways, we have another guest on our show, and um, she is a woman with two first names, and she Uh-oh. has also a show on Tojinet as well, and she is none other than Dawn Catherine. Hi. Hi, Dawn. Hi. Hi, Dawn. Hey, honey, how are you guys? We're great. Good. Good. And, and yet the cool thing about Dawn is that she actually has a uh, cosmetic line, among other things, and could even make a witch look nice. <gasps> Absolutely. <laughs> I have the witch's oh. brew. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. It's, it's okay. La Bella Vita Comemiscanito. Whatever. Yep, La Bella Vita Cosmetico is the name of my company. Okay. And, what? And you are, and you, you have your show on uh, Tojinet as well, which is when? Uh, I'm on at Wednesday nights at 12 a.m. on East Coast time, 9 p.m. Pacific. Uh-huh. Oh, see? Yes. A little, way, a, great... a little while after us. <laughs> yes, a little while after you. I, I'm like the night. I keep them up late at night over there at Tojinet. But, uh, yeah, we have a great show. We talk about the luxury lifestyle show. We talk about all things Italian, fashion, food. You know, all of that good stuff, and it's a lot of fun. So if anybody out there is Italian and they love all Italian things and they love beauty and fashion, they need to uh, come listen to the show. Nice. As, as I said on uh, Ghost Chronicles International yesterday when I was talking to someone from uh, the U.K., I, Italy is like the is like uh, Southern Ireland, right? Is it a Southern Ireland? Is that what you said? Yeah, Southern Ireland. Yes. Because they have the same... Never mind. Well, let's, let's skip that one. Uh, moving right along. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just you thought had you were pretty. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I guess so. A- anyway, she, she, um, Mahler, by the way, is from Hollywood, from your neck of the woods as well, who's with us tonight. Hello. Uh-huh. So you're out here, somebody else on the West Coast. That's almost unheard of. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? Actually, I'm, I'm a New York-based person, so I go – I. I travel all over the place, though. I'm never in one place for very long. I, I, with my job, I'm, I'm all over the place. So I have a house in Florida. I have a sublet in New York City. My family is from Providence. Well, it's where my parents live now is in Providence. I have family in Massachusetts, and I travel around the country for my, my product line. So I'm very busy. Yeah. It's I a good so. life. <laughs> it's a very good gig. That's, I, I yeah. think that's a great, you know, I mean, if I were a woman, and I might have been, I don't know. Um, if that was scary. But Very scary, I, Ron. I mean, to me, that would be the ideal job. Yes, it is. It's great. I get to I get to travel. I get, you know, I, I have a great life. I can't complain. And not only do I own a cosmetics line, but I actually have my own line of wine, too. So I really have the best of all worlds. You have yeah, wine, too? Yeah, I got wine, too. There goes your witch's bottle, Ron. You can fill it with that. Drink half the bottle and, and put the rest in the witch's bottle. Oh, it's not going to work. Don't worry. 
So. All right, wine. We like wine. So, what's so the, do yeah, I. Well, you do, you little lush. <laughs> so uh, what's, what's, what's the name of your line? My, wine? The wine. name of the wine is La Bella Vino is okay. the name of the wine. It will be available soon, hopefully, cross my fingers, in wine stores across the country. We're in a couple places right now, but um, I'm looking to expand that. And uh, actually, my product line, which is a cosmetic line, is a wine-infused skincare line. So we use the byproducts of the winemaking process in the skincare. And so the reason oh. why I started the... Yeah, so the reason why I started the... to uh, came up with this whole idea of having a line of wine was because I wanted to use it in conjunction with the spa treatments with the product line, and that's how it was born. And so I said, okay, well, if I'm going to have wine, I might as well sell it too. So that's kind of oh, how it yeah. all came about. Nice. Wow, that's, that's nice. awesome. And it's very yeah, clean too because now you're using all the products. You're using the byproducts and the wine. Ah. Yeah. And very yeah. witchy too because it's earth-based. Yes. Yes, Whatever. very much so. Well, I, I will tell you, you know, I, I do have some witchy connections, you know. So, you, do. you know, my, I do because, you know, my family, my parents are from Salem and Danvers, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so, and I believe it or not, am a descendant of Elizabeth Jackson Howe, who happened to die on July nineteenth in sixteen ninety two at Gallows Hill in Salem. Wow, wow, that's that's incredible. Okay, yes. so uh, that's that's a relative. Okay, so yes. she was a witch, according to the people there at the time. Yes, yeah. Do like they have, were reliable. Come do you on. have any hmm, any magical powers? Do I have any magical powers? Um, I, I I have been told that I, I I definitely well let me put it this way I definitely have great intuition and I have been told that I have some uh, a very good intuitive uh, psychic kind of. Uh, gift, but I don't use it. I, I mean, there are some things that uh, I believe I have a gift of, and that's a whole other conversation, but um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've had, I'll just tell you, I, I've had dreams about plane crashes before they happened. I'll just tell you that. Wow. Oh so that's scary. That, yeah. That's yeah, it, yeah. It's very scary, especially when you see it happening. The, one of the most uh-huh. strongest visions or dreams I had was, uh, I don't even know how long ago, the Susi, Iowa crash where the plane came in too fast and it crashed right. and it tumbled and exploded. I, I, I jumped, I was across the field from it and I saw it coming and I kept on saying it's too fast, it's too fast. And mm-hmm. my dream was so vivid and so real that my skin got hot mm. from wow. the heat the plane. So, wow. Yeah. They, they're very strong, but it comes and goes because I think that it kind of freaks me out. <laughs> so I tend, <laughs> so I, then it kind of goes away. But then I then it happens again, and then the next thing I know, uh, you know, I it's a matter of time, and it happens. So mm. I just need more clarity because if I could just figure out, like I, I know what airline it is, I just need to know the number so I can let people know ahead of time. But, yeah. You know what's wow. funny, Dawn, is that last night in my paranormal study group, I had two new people that came in, and both of them had very similar, uh, I hate to say gifts, but because it, it, it's, but they both could see disasters before they happened, mm-hmm. and uh, neither one of them could figure a way how to 
you know, like warn people. Only one warn did, and that was her own son when he tried to hang himself. Uh, oh. So the, three people in, in, in uh, three, there's that magic three again. But that, that's mm. – it, it, it must be a – a frightening gift, I guess, to, to say, because you you know it's going to happen, yet you can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Right. And I didn't tell many people. Obviously, like, I, you know, I would tell my mom, and, you know, obviously she was just like, okay, that's just kind of weird, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> and and then, I, then I would just start telling, and then I, when I got comfortable around, like, friends to tell them, and I would tell them, I just, this is a dream that I had, I'm just telling you now. And then it would happen, and they'd be like, oh, my God, <laughs> how did you know wow. that? Like, you know, so then I started to tell people because I was just like, I can't prove that I actually have this gift unless I can tell somebody ahead of time. And then I have been able to say, listen, this is a dream that I've had, and this has happened, you know, and then it would happen. So mm-hmm. There is kind That's- of a way around that when you're having those types of dreams. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to um, look for things and ask to see things, if that makes any sense. Okay. You know, if you see a plane coming in and you're looking at it and you can't see, like, you know, what airlines it is or something, somehow you have to trigger yourself while you're asleep to look harder. Okay. And a lot of people do that. You know, if there's something that they're not seeing, um, they figured out a way to kind of look at it when you have the question in your head you translate that in the dream it's kind of like your conscious takes over your subconscious for a minute mm-hmm. and ah. and brings it there so if something like that happens again look a little harder try to force yourself be a little bit more proactive rather than just having the dream right um, try to control how, the dream and that how, might how, how do you do that if you're do that, sleeping Mala. yeah it, it's just a weird thing that you, that people can do. You can, it's kind of like in your subconscious, you tell yourself, if this is going to happen or if I have a question, I will be able to take the next step forward. Because there's a difference between a dream and something that's precognitive. And if it's precognitive, it's more than a dream. So you do have some control over that, as opposed right. to just dreaming about, you know, going out and, you know, surrounding yourself with a thousand ice cream cones and just pigging out. You know, that's a different kind of dream. Mm. But when there's one that's purposeful and it's precognitive, you can train yourself to delve a little deeper and get some answers. Yeah, I think oh. that that's, I think that's great because before you even explained it, I totally, I totally understood what you said. Because I, I do think that if I really tapped into it more, I probably could expand mm. on it. But I think there's a little fear in me to know mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm able to pick up on that, and it's always such a horrific thing. <laughs> you know, well, it's, it's a like, tremendous responsibility, you know, yeah. if you do know. Yeah. So I think that scares me. So maybe if I'm a little bit more open to that, maybe it would be a better – I might be able to get more information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, you, you, you're doing it in the safety of your own home when when it happens. So you should be more comfortable, and you don't, you know, you don't have to worry about what people think about you or anything because you don't even have to just tell the, you know, you just have to warn the ones that do. But uh, I would try it out definitely, and uh, yeah, imagine. Well, you know, I. I that being said, okay, I, I work with a, a trans medium, which is basically the Whoopi Goldberg character and ghosts. You know, that's when a spirit goes in the in the body and, and talks to a Maureen Wood. And I remember she telling me when she was very young, she would uh, get 
premonitions, not dreams, but she would she would know certain things. Like uh, there was a murder case in the South, and uh, she just picked on someone up, and she told her mom, and her mom reported it to the police, and, and then the police came and wanted to know where she got that information. And there were other, other instances as well where uh, at work and stuff where she, you know, did the same thing. She used her gift, and she was actually, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, uh, tormented because of it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You, you have to be careful with it. It's a, it's it is. A, although I think society is more open than it was in the, the olden days. Well, definitely. Yeah, but it's still a double-edged sword. But if it, it, is, right, it is, if you see something that you feel so strongly about, know it's going to happen and will save lives. Perhaps um, I think you'll be more compelled to say something about it and and forget, you know, that it, it, people might point fingers or something mm-hmm. because you know you're doing good. Right. Absolutely. And I, I could. And, and the funny thing is, is people always ask me, "How can you fly as much as you do?" You know, I travel all the time, and I say, well... Because you don't see the plane in the dreams. That's right. I, because I just, I always knew that I would have that intuition if something was to go wrong, that I would know not to get on that plane. You know, they talk about people having that intuition, you know, all the time. And I, and I do say that. I say I just know that something would happen where I miss my flight or, you know, that's why I never miss, that's why I never freak out about, you know, missing flights or, you know, the plane gets canceled, whatever it is, because I'm always like, well, something could have happened. And, you know, there's a reason for everything. So I, I just think that I would know. But people freak out about that all the time when I tell them. I, I yeah. think you're more sensitive than you, you, you want to admit it. I, I really do. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, you know, I think that when you have parents who grew up in Salem and like lived around cemeteries their whole life and, you know, have seen, you know, some kind of suspicious things and have seen some of the things I've seen, probably, probably. <laughs> so, so have you yourself seen some strange things? I have. I have, and you know, I, you know, I, you know, it's funny. I don't know if you know this, but I, I last week I was sick. I had emergency surgery last week, so I was kind oh. of out of, for the last week. Um, yeah, gallbladders are not fun when they're pissed off at you. Um, so, I had have, so I had to have, so I had to have removed. And uh, but uh, I was sitting on my couch. Actually, this was two days ago. I was sitting on my couch, and uh, I always think that uh, they give you little signs are around. And uh, I uh, definitely um, was sitting there, and I didn't have anything on. My TV was off. My DV, you know, my VCR. No, I don't have a VCR, but the little DVD machine. It was all off, and I was sitting there, and there was nobody else in the house. I was all alone, and the DVD player turned on. It ejected itself. It ejected itself. Wow. And it shut itself back off. And I was like, I don't know who's here, but hello, <laughs> whoever you that's, are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the way to do wow. it. Knowledge. Yeah, um, it, it, and I do. I acknowledge I'm, them all the time. I'm I'm sorry, but um, I have to go. Um, I'm out of wake. <laughs> um, but <laughs> yeah, that, I, I hate to bail out early, but I'm it. I'm being summoned in, so um, okay. I'm going to have to sign off. All right, and so uh, we're going to say goodbye to you, kid. Yes, thank you, and uh, it's great talking to you, Marla, and also to Dawn, and um, I will see you all next week. 
And once Dawn's wine comes around here, you and I will have to sit down and uh, do a review on it, if you know what I mean. Okay. No <laughs> a problem. Tasting, a testing. All right. I will make sure that happens. <laughs> All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye, Anne. Bye-bye. Wow. Yeah, she really is at a wake, so. What else? I mean, how how appropriate is that, right? Uh, I, I told you she's broken ground. I've never broken before. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Close. Yeah, I was going to say. Close. So, anyways, um, Dawn, uh, your parents themselves, uh, you said that they they uh, they witnessed things, and, and did they convey it to you, or, or just did you learn this later? Um, you know, I, well, I grew up in Rhode Island, so they were not in, they, you know, they were not in Danvers, at the, you know, in Salem, but, you know, my parents, you know, my, my dad definitely, you know, acknowledges that he has seen things, and my mother as well. Um, I definitely, you know, I have, the, for the first time ever, and I, I've always seen flashes, and I know that they say when you see, like, little flashes, like, I, I swear that I see somebody there, and then when I, like, Look, they're not gone. But actually, several months ago, I actually had somebody fully come to light to me, which was the first time that's ever happened to me. Really? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't know who it was. Uh, I, I do know that it just happened to be around the time of uh, somebody who was staying with me um, has had passed away um, about two years prior, and it was the week of his birthday. So we kind of, I was just like, well, maybe it was him. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, somebody definitely came into, it was the full, full outline, everything. And that was very. fantastic. That was very weird for me. But I'm very open to it. You know, I don't, it doesn't scare me um, at all. It's like, I know that they're there. I would much, I honestly would much rather them appear to me, like, you know, my relatives and stuff like that. I'm like, just show yourself to me. I would much rather, like, see you than just know you're around. So I'm always very open to it, and I'm always telling whoever comes you know, it's, visits me. It's not me. such an easy thing to do, though. That's the problem. I know. That's the problem. <laughs> but anyway, Dawn, I hate to say this, but we have to yep. let you go. I know. That's okay. You know, you got a show to do. But, yeah. uh, yes. I'd I'm love so to have good. you back on sometime because you were pretty fascinating. Maybe we could get into this and see how things have changed for you and, and so yeah. forth since then. Absolutely. So, and, and I just want all your listeners to come over and whenever they want to come listen to the Bella Vita show because it's a great little show. And if you're Italian or if you're not Italian, you can come and get some great information, beauty tips and everything. So it was a pleasure. It was so nice to talk to you guys. And that's on Tojina, too. And do you have a website or anything? I do. My website is www.labellavitacosmetico.com. And they can find it on my show page. If they go to Toginet, they can go to my Labella Vita show page and get that information as well. Dawn, thank you so much. You have a good night thank now. You. you too, honey. Bye-bye, yeah, guys. Bye-bye. Well, you know, we actually have someone else joining her us now. She is none other than the cover girl and the human pendulum herself, Leslie Madden. Hello. Hey, Leslie. <laughs> and Molly is still with us, right? Yeah. Hi, Marla. Okay. How you doing? Hi. I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Le- Leslie has written a book called Medium Rare, and she is a medium, and she is also now a member of the New England Ghost Project as well. Woo-hoo! Wow! Yay. Yes, I'm the newest member, and I'm I'm really excited to be on board. So thank you, Ron. Okay. We're excited, absolutely excited, having you. I mean, it's not easy to become a member of the New England Ghost Project, is it, Leslie? No, it's not. 
<laughs> I guess if you hang out long enough and bug you long enough. <laughs> wear me down, then that's wear probably you down. what happens. All yeah. right, so you want our ride, okay. Fine, no, whatever. actually, I never did that. I, I was very quiet. I never did anything like that. So I don't want people to think that. I did. <laughs> that's your story, but it's not. <laughs> but um, it, the interesting thing about it is that. Um, we did a investigation uh, at the Portsmouth uh, Lighthouse last Saturday, or two Saturdays, or whatever the heck it is. Uh, Leslie was with us, and you, she had a little uh, audio box, speaking box, talking box, whatever they call them. And, yes, I, uh, the talker the, ITC. Yeah, and it actually spoke a foreign language. It did. It, I don't know what it said, but the lady that was with me knew what it said because I don't speak French, and it said something to her in French, and then she started conversing in French, and then I was getting, well, let me take a step back. Um, we were on the forts at Fort Constitution, we were walking around, and um, we were walking over um, pieces of land um, where I had felt that, you know, some, someone had passed. And so um, I had given her the dowsing rods, and I was showing her how when she passed over that spot, they would cross, and when they would go back, when she would take a couple steps back, they would open back up. And um, I was aware of a male, and um, then it started speaking French, and it ended up being her grandfather, whose name is Napoleon, who was from Canada. And, Get out. And, yeah, it's true. And um, she was speaking in French, and I had no idea what she was saying, but the answers were coming to me in English. So all the answers that she was looking for were correct, but I have no idea what she was saying. <laughs> and this, the talker also did say French words. So um, the talker is a phonetic device. It, it doesn't have, like, a dictionary mode like the ovalist does. It just yep. has phonetics, and so uh, it pieced together these phonetics to make French words, which I thought was fantastic. Huh. I don't know. I, have to, I haven't really played with it. I have to try it sometime. Now that you remember the New England Ghost Project. <laughs> well, and, a lot of the time uh, it just speaks gibberish. It doesn't say anything. It just makes noises like it did last night when you had it in your so hand. So it, it Ron speaks other words. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> you might understand it. Yeah, I probably do. He probably programmed it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mila. Appreciate that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, another thing that we 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 do, I know we're, we're running out of time really quick, and um, I do want to mention last night we tried at the paranormal study group. We tried a thing called a human pendulum. You ever hear of that? Uh, uh, what's your name, Mila? <laughs> no, I haven't. Sounds really? interesting, though. What? Talk. Tell so me. It, you want to. Well, I, basically, you get everybody to hold hands in a circle and sing Kumbaya. No, not really. You hold hands in a circle, and then one person stands in the middle, and, of course, you want to catch her there as well. And then you, you know, get the energy flowing, and you invite the spirit in as long as they mean no harm and so forth. And then the person in the middle actually begins to sway in different things. And you can ask them, say, what is he is? What does it know? And they'll they'll. Swing like a pendulum, and you can actually ask questions and and get answers. It's kind of a what's kind yes. of a, a neat thing. What'd you think, Les? Because you know, it never heard of it. You had never experienced it before. I didn't know what to expect, and Ron said, Leslie, you're in the middle. So I got into the middle, and everyone held hands, and I just closed my eyes, and I just um, made my mind go blank, and I started to sway before they even started to ask questions, yeah. and. Um, 
when I do dowsing, um, a yes for me is usually a, a circle, a clockwise circle, and uh, no for me is back and forth. But the energy was making me go back and forth for yes and circles for no, which I thought was interesting as well. And uh, it answered questions, and it was really a neat experience. My whole body went warm. Um, usually I get cold. You know, so um, it, it was a new experience for me, and I, and I enjoyed it. Do you think you were in trance slightly or meditative state? I was slightly in a meditative state, yes, yeah, because yeah, um, yeah. I, I was not actually paying attention to um, the questions that were being asked, mm-hmm. and I didn't know which way my body was going to go. I was just kind of centering myself. So Crap, we've run out of time. Ah. There's the beats. So anyways, uh, I do have the one thing to mention. This Saturday we're doing a ghost hunt. Uh, paranormal expedition on the high seas. We have rented a boat and we're going to go out and go to these haunted places on the boat and do all kinds of methods of spirit communication, including underwater stuff. We're going to speak German EVPs to try to contact the sunken new boat and all this other cool stuff. So that's this Saturday. Go to our page, anyghostproject.com, the leather E, any, like New England, ghostproject.com. So I want to thank. Uh, Leslie for dropping by, and uh, of course Don, Catherine, and Anne, and my very, very special, special, special friend, Marla Brooks. Oh. From ghoulies to ghosties, don't get the beasties, the things that go